Welcome to Design Diary, the podcast where you get to look inside my board game design notebook as well as what's going on inside my head. We look at a new word each day from the sense of mechanics, tone, theme, or inspiration for a full game. Today's word is... Anent. About or concerning. And I just... There's been days where I've had to talk about how I pull up the word after I hit record and have to find the definition. Today I actually hit record and then ran across the room to grab my, my phone to pull up the words. So, sorry if I'm out of breath. I just booked it across the room. But today's word about or anent is about or concerning, which is as vague as humanly possible. And I worried about this because there's been a couple days this week where I've where I think that I've failed to hit my marks and I've failed to connect with the word, but I'm doing it anyway. I'm going through with the process regardless because that's that's how this whole exercise is going to work. But with Anent about concerning, I hit one note and ran with it for the entire uh, entry in my diary. So I'm going to read it out, and uh, I'm, I'm excited about this one. Okay, here we go. Anent about or concerning. What is a game about or concerning? And that's where I started. And I wrote, well, it's the theme. So I dove right into this. I want to see a legacy style game. And this may have been done in some nature at some point. I just haven't seen it. But that doesn't, whether it has or not, doesn't make me any less excited about it. Um, I want to see a legacy style game where... You know, with legacy style games, a lot of times you see like stickers that will cover rules and add something to the game. But instead of it allowing you to customize the rules, or maybe on top of allowing you to customize the rules, it allows you to customize the theme in many different ways. Ways that change the setting, the tone, and the feel for the game, allowing every every owner of the game to have their their own unique uh, copy. And let's picture a game that has a map characters and items for example the goal of the game is to get the most points but how maybe you extract resources from farms on a map but maybe you put a sticker on the map that wasn't farms so the map's blank instead of putting a farm there you put a graveyard so now your resources are very different your character could be space marines excavating a graveyard looking for and then here's where I was trying to figure out what the item cards could be. Looking for pieces of a map, for example. So when you open this box, you have different characters. And you'll have, a, a like say, like six sets of themes for those characters. Um, I had Space Marines, Modern Day Silly, dwell, silly Dwellers, City Dwellers, uh, Pirates, Animals, Farmers, and Zombies to throw out six different ones so then you get their matching locations and these will be you know stuck on the map where you have the uh alien planet uh a city uh, the sea a zoo farms or a graveyard um and then the resources there'd be like minerals weapons i couldn't figure out for city people in the city resumes who knows uh, food for the animals, um, different kind of food with the farmers, and zombies would just be people. 
So then you can make your game from there. You might make the Space Marine game where, you know, it's an alien planet. The Space Marines are, you know, searching for, um, you know, minerals. You can make the, the, the zoo planet, you know, or the zoo, the zoo game. If you're, you know, like you want something that's real family oriented, you can have the animals that are in the zoo and the food that they're looking for. However you want. But what I said was, ex of course you're going to mix it up. Like, you're going to throw, like, a zombie into your zoo game just to see what happens. Um, and I don't think it should just be the sticker with a zombie on it. I think that things should behave differently. And that's where it gets into mechanics a little bit, too. But um, I thought that either you show it in the marketing where it's like, oh, we've got this, like, zombie game with these, uh, you know, pirates floating around and and uh, big zoo animals or whatever. Um, or the setting is just very different than the characters, where you have the modern-day city dwellers, but they're in the, at the sea. So, of course you're going to mix it up, and either it's going to show it, straight where the theme it shows just a couple different themes like a, i'm picturing a cover of a box and it shows a couple different themes independent of each other so you see the the pirate theme and next to that you see the city people and next to that you see the zoo and it shows the variety or you see it mixed in but if you don't show it mixed in there's this really interesting like like almost like a fake emergent gameplay where like you don't tell people that it can combine but of course, the first thing they're going to do is, is mix it up. Um, you leave it to the, and I wrote in quotes, that they would accidentally discover that, although it's your intent the entire time. So there's really two ways to go about that, and that's strictly a marketing thing. And I'm terrible at marketing. but <laughs> So uh, what I wasn't picturing was, like, as a legacy game where you unlock things as you go and the game evolves, I really pictured it as just being this... You build your game and then you play that every time. But with the the nature of customizable games, you sort of want to do that every time you play. Like it's hard to to um to do that once and have that exciting thing and and stick with it. I mean, back in the day, like you would like with like a role playing game or whatever, you'd make your characters and that's like a blast and then you'd run with it. But I feel like there's just so many games right now. Everything moves so fast. Attention spans are just... They're, they're different than they used to be. So I feel like you're going to want to do this every game. So there were a couple ways to do it. One was you could have multiple maps with... You know... Uh, so eventually... With enough room to use, say, six different maps. And then you could build six unique games out of there. And... That's pretty cool because each one's going to play very differently from each other. They'll all be kind of a mishmash, but they're not like um, they're not progressing as you go. It's just you make your game, you play through it. All right, we like that one, we'll play it again, or we're going to make a different one. The second idea was that there could be unlockables in that when you get to a certain area, you meet a new character, you have all six types to choose from. It can be a zombie, an animal, whatever. And uh, you pick. The active player gets to choose to how they want to shape this game. And, uh, you know, we were playing that Space Marine game. We're on a planet, and boom, there's a penguin. How does that change things? Um, from a gameplay side, the, 
it's, it's there's so much there in how to design something like that. Um, but what I wanted to create was a literal pasted on theme where stickers, thematic stickers, will make the game. And I ended my design my my diary entry with. I am designing this with the thickest underline I've done in a long time. <laughs> um, this is right up my alley. I mean, as somebody who loves just Risk Legacy is one of those games that I say is like a life changer for me in that it opened up the creative side to to a degree that I hadn't seen before, uh, at least in, in tabletop gaming. And it sort of has a little bit of this in it anyway, because the, the, couple factions that you have are all drastically different and it feels like that just looking at the cover it feels like the merging of themes but it's that way from from the base and, and from the get-go and that's that's you know how it was designed but to take that and go the extreme on the thematic side as opposed to the mechanical side interests me in a way of at least just seeing if it works and seeing what comes out of it and then maybe smaller, less ambitious games <laughs> emerge. So I don't know. I wrote that I'm designing this. So I guess that's a I have to do it now. But we'll see. There's there's a lot of games to design. So this one sounds fun. I uh, hope you can do something with this. It's it's the hardest word I've seen yet. But I found one odd connection. Um, if you can make something out of it, please share. And uh, I'm heading on pub for the weekend, so I'm going to be playing some unpublished games of my own and others. And I might see people that, you know, have been on this show and, and have listened and um, looking forward to that. And we're going to record another, if all goes well, we're going to record another designer roundtable. So we're, we're kind of coordinating that now. So thanks for listening to another week of Design Diary. We've got some great episodes coming up, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right, see ya.